Just gonna run this dog to see if we can find any type of uh, human remains that are left. Listen to Where Secrets Go to Die, The Disappearance of Derek Hennigan. From the Detroit Free Press, a new podcast set in the woods of Michigan's Upper Peninsula. Available on Apple, Spotify, Freep.com, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's like out there today? You all are just wonderful people. Find out what's biting on The Fishing Report with your host, Tina Harbuck, and the ship's Chandler. Howdy, howdy, it's Tina Harbuck at the Destin Log. I got Pete Wright from the Ships Chandler on the phone with me this morning, and we are talking fishing. What's happening today, Tina? <laughs> well, we had just a little a little rain come through, but I think it's it's gone for the day. I think so. Just kind of got a little, little summertime stuff popping up, a little yeah. morning squalls and the evening squalls and mm-hmm. just summertime stuff. But it's been, you know, you know, kind of when you can work around them a little bit, the fish has been great. Oh, I'm telling you. I'm telling you. I have seen more grouper this year than I have in a very long time. Yeah, there's no doubt about it. And they're, and they're you know, and really it's, you know, mostly charter boats you're seeing. They're fishing, you know, federal waters. But uh-huh. really all these customers of mine that are fishing, um, in, in state waters, um, yeah. you know, fishing that, you know, 70, 80, 100 foot of water mm-hmm. um, are, are getting tons of grouper bites. If you run a, you know, on these, you know, if you're going snapper fishing, if you can get through the snappers and you run down a you know, big, big chofer, big fin, you know, pinfish, something mm-hmm. like that, um, down to the bottom, you're, there's a very good chance you can get a good grouper bite. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, of course, bottom fishing is is red hot right now with this with the snapper and the grouper going on. But, uh, you know, something I've been seeing pop up a lot on online is all this tarpon fishing going on yeah tarpon fishing's been pretty good too and it, it'll last for another month or two uh well, a month and a half anyway yeah but, they what they um, can run yeah, the, through here yeah the fishing's been good for them you know it's it's, it's a migratory fish they travel mm-hmm. east to west real similar to a cobia mm-hmm. um and you know the best fishing for them is typically in the mornings um mainly because you're you're sight fishing these fish so yeah. um you know the pier is a great spot for them a lot of people fish them off the pier um, but if you're on a boat, um, you know, the, the, you're sight fishing these fish. So the, usually it's calmer in the morning. You, know, you can see a little better. It blows up in the afternoon. But, um, you know, the, the best way to catch these fish are using that, you know, 8 to, you know, 20 foot of water. Yeah. Um, and the way I usually fish anyways is just, I call it posting up, and that's just sitting still in a particular location and kind of yeah. waiting for these fish to come by you. Yeah. Um, and, and, you know, that's, that's what they're doing. They're migrating through, and they kind of, they're, you know, after this moon the other day, they're starting to string out. Mm-hmm. We were having schools of, you know, three to, you know, ten fish versus these big 60-fish schools. Yeah. Um, so you have more chances that way, sitting still. All of a sudden you'll see them come, and you pitch a bait out in front of them, a herring or a cigar minna, or you can throw some of these hoagie swim baits I have in here. Mm-hmm. Um, but they're, they're definitely finicky fish. They're... They're smart. You want to use, you know, lighter leaders, some 40 or 50-pound fluorocarbon just to make sure you can get a bite because that water's clear. Yeah. Um, but it's, it's a lot of fun to get into it. You know, the, the biggest thing is just trying to, you know, it's become more popular, so there's more boats, and you're, you're fishing the same fish, so you kind of spread out and give yourself some room in between boats. <laughs> you know, there's, you know, half a mile is good, um, you know, as we can see them. They're fighting fish. They're good fighting fish. Right. That's right. It's an unbelievable fighting fish. Yeah. Uh, and just, you know, there, sometimes you'll have a bigger school of them, and, and just, you know, you got to practice a little courtesy every once in a while when you're fishing for them. But yeah. that's, that's with anything. But, I mean, the fishing, yeah, the tarpon fish has been really good, and it'll be better, you know, every day 
for the rest of this month for sure. Okay. Well, what else? What else are you seeing and hearing? I mean, the bottom fish, like you said, is awesome. I mean, it just you know, tons of snappers. Um, and you're, I mean, depending on where you're fishing, whether it's on the east or west beach, and there's mm-hmm. been a lot of those, you know, 16 to you know 20 inch snappers, which to me is a better eating one, anyways. Yeah. Um, yeah. And 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 I and to me, I'm always I always tell people um, just to keep the stock healthy and and um, and your spots healthy for that matter is to you know don't worry about culling through so many of them a lot of people are worried about they want to catch the biggest snapper in the world because they're down there yeah exactly um you know just but if you're catching these you know you know legal fish 17 18 20 inch fish that's you know five to you know eight pounds that's a nice fish to keep and that way you can always keep going back over and over again if you sore mouth them or you gut hook them (laughs) or anything else it's hard to go back there every time and go catch some exactly um that's a good way to do it but that but the same spots where these snappers are and there's been some black snappers uh mixed you know up in the water too people are just free lining some you know a a live bait or a dead cigar down on Mm -hmm. some lighter tackle to get a black snapper bite now the black snapper you don't fish as far down right if Most of the time, they're just up in the water. A little more. up in the water a little bit more. Yeah, yeah, some people chum them up, and some people just kind of while they're bottom fishing, they'll just pitch one out and just let it kind of drift back there in the current. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they're a little, bit, they're definitely more finicky than a red snapper. They're, they're, they're very cautious. So, um, okay. a lot of times you'll have to scale down to a you know a forty or thirty or forty pound leader um, mm-hmm. to even get a bite and a smaller hook, and you know conceal that hook in the bay a little more. Um, but you'll get some bites that way if you happen to be sitting there and you see them come up behind the boat. Um, you know, definitely, ha- you know, that, you'll see people throw some, you know, their snapper, red snapper tackle, some 60-pound mono back there, and they're just kind of swimming around your bait looking at it like, yeah. I'm not that dumb. So <laughs> you got to scale it down to catch those little sneakier fish. I hear you. I hear you. You know, and I've, I've seen a lot of guys this week come in, too, and they'd be, you know, they're talking about just trolling on the way in, having a line out, and doggone if they're not snagging some wahoos on the way in. Yeah, been a lot of wahoos. I, I had a, a crazy story. I don't know if you heard it. I got a customer of mine. Um, won't mention his, mention his name. I don't know if he wants me okay. to or not. But he was That's actually fine. on the way back in and found a log floating and, and hooked a, you know, some bunch of schoolie dolphin around it, hooked a schoolie dolphin and had it sitting there in the rod holder next to the boat just trying to keep those fish around. Uh-huh. And had a wahoo skyrocket after that bait into the boat and cut his leg wide open. Holy cow. Which is a pretty crazy story, which you don't hear very often. Yeah, no kidding. Um, but that, but one good thing, the, the best thing that came out of the whole deal is Wahoo landed in the boat and they got to eat him. So it worked out <laughs> somewhat good. Had a, he's going to be out of, out of the commission there for about a month of going fishing, but at oh, least he God. cut that Wahoo and got to eat him up. That caused him all that pain. But there you go. Yeah, there has there has been a lot of Wahoos, and this is that was eight miles off the beach. So yeah, um, been a lot of fish. But yeah, if you got you know if you got time trolling between these spots, I got some make like a big. Yozuri or a or you know one of those stretch forty repolishing troll you know yeah. twelve thirteen knots and you know that's that's plenty enough speed to go in between spots take a break grab a couple cold drinks and then yeah. you know troll in between the spots and catch a you know, nice wahoo you just never know you never know that's, yeah, right. that's right hey the other thing I want to mention too uh, for folks is that the Emerald Coast Blue Marlin Classic has been pushed back a day that's so correct. instead of uh, Thursday guys leaving out and then weighing in on Friday and Saturday. They are now leaving out on Friday, and they'll be back at the docks on Saturday from four to well four till whenever weighing fish. Right. But they have to be under the bridge by eight, and then Sunday they'll be weighing in from two, uh, and then they have to be under the br- they have to be under the bridge by four on Sunday, and then till whenever, like you say, as long as they're right. under the bridge. So. It's been pushed back a day. Uh, it's been a little rough, 
offshore apparently with this, some of this weather we got blowing through, but it's still on. They're still going forward with it, and uh, I think they're anticipating a big weekend. Yeah, it's a big week. That's a smart move by them. Just push it back yeah. half a day or, you know, whatever it is, day, and, and yeah. that way all these boats stay in. It gives the smaller boats, you know, a competitive advantage, too, where they can they feel like they can run and, and yeah. be, be uh, you know, with the big boys. But, um, yeah, it should, I mean, Saturday will be – it's usually the big day, but it'll kind of be usually pretty low-key at the way in. But Sunday will be a, a huge day out there. <laughs> exactly. And they put on a great exactly. event, too. I mean, there's a exactly. lot of stuff to do for kids, and it's a lot of fun. So it's, it's always a good turnout to see some big old fish being weighed in. No Hopefully kidding. some death and boat wins it. That's what we're going for. There you for. go. Exactly. Exactly. Make us proud. Make us proud. <laughs> I love it. Well, listen, Pete, I appreciate you chatting with us, and we'll check with you later, man. All right, Tina. All right. Bye-bye. Just going to run this dog to see if we can find any type of uh, human remains that are left. Listen to Where Secrets Go to Die, The Disappearance of Derek Hennigan. From the Detroit Free Press, a new podcast set in the woods of Michigan's Upper Peninsula. Available on Apple, Spotify, Freep.com, or wherever you get your podcasts.